What's up y'all? It is Miss Property Manager and I just wanted to hop on here real quick um, because I have watched this new movie that T.I. put out literally three times since last night. I watched it one time last night with my husband and then I've watched it twice today by myself okay and I'm not even a movie girl I think I've said it several times before I'm more of like a documentary girl because I like real life like I don't like fake I like real and so that is what I have loved about this movie is it honestly mixes both all right so what is the movie that we're talking about we are talking about the Departments, okay? Departments. I don't even know how to say it right, okay? So please don't eat me up in the comments for that. But it is spelled D-A apostrophe P-A-R-T-M-E-N-T-S. And per the movie, it says it is set in modern day Atlanta and inspired by real life events. Departments explores the fine line between the everyday struggles of the underprivileged and the enchantment hidden within an apartment complex. Now this movie takes place in West Atlanta, okay? And it is actually based off an apartment complex that they call Cedar View Apartments. And I am obviously obsessed with all things property management. So the fact that there is a modern day movie that just came out that is with the times about property management, like y'all, orgasms all day. Okay, I'm just being fucking honest. All right. So I've got about six main points that I wanted to speak about. I tried to interact the reality of the movie, plus some good points that I think any of us in property management could take from this, because it's got a lot of true shit that I think a lot of us forget about, especially if we're taking over management for a property that's already there. But even more so if we're taking over management for a property that is underprivileged or has low income families. All right. So one of the first things that I've learned, they've got a guy named Mr. Walters. His name is Mr. Walters, but he's actually the landlord. And I knew I loved the movie from the beginning because it's hilarious. All right. It, like it's hilarious. But when I heard them tell Mr. Walters towards the end of the movie, like, bruh, calm down. You don't even own it. You're just the manager. If I could tell y'all how many times I have been told that in my life, okay, it can't get no realer than this. Like, I think I got told this last week, especially since moving to Atlanta. Like, they will look at you and be like, girl, like I had this one house in College Park that I went to, all right? We have visited this house so many times. I've knocked on this door. When I say so many times, I probably came to this house at least 20 times in the past year. And... There was one person that was staying there for maybe six months. They never came to the door. All right. Never. But you could tell somebody was there because every time we tried to enter, you could hear a dog barking. So we immediately shut the door. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm not going to tiptoe through nowhere in College Park if no one's speaking, but there's a dog because I ain't trying to figure it out. Long story short, within that six months time board, so I'm like, hey, how are you? And she's like, yeah, my boyfriend was in here, but he's actually wanted for murder and he wouldn't let me open the door. He was basically damn near holding me at gunpoint saying, don't say shit until they leave. And I was like, girl, are you okay? Anyway, she worked out an agreement with us. She moved out. All right. Long story short, which we keep trying to tell these property owners, you don't need to have no vacant property and especially not in College Park. Okay. Long story short, months later, another squatter's in there, right? This time we come out, we knock on the door and 
If they don't answer, I'll leave like something taped on the door. That way we'll know, hey, wait a minute, if we come back, if that's still there, then they might not be living here anymore. But if it's gone, oh, for sure someone's inside. So I can't really remember how it worked, but this one time, the last time that I went by there, um, no, there were a few times that I went by there and I could literally see, they could see, cause they were sitting up high and they were looking down low. The window open, baby, blowing, you know what I'm talking about? And they were just looking at us and I'm like, hi, I work with such and such company. Can you come out so we can talk to you? And they were just like, so I'm irritated now because you playing games because like you see us, but you don't want to come talk to us, but you in here and you shouldn't be in here. So what are we doing? Long story short, they ended up emailing me from the letter that I left on the door. Um, and but they emailed and just said, hey, this is my name, but they never like followed up. So we came back out. Long story short, we knocked on the door. They didn't come. We walked around the back to make sure everything still looked straight. Well, the back door had been kicked in. Okay, so at this part comes out and I swear, we knock on that door, I know for at least 15 to 20 minutes, okay? We know someone is in there because you can kind of see the blinds moving and I'm the type of person where now I'm just agitated, okay? Because you playing, we see you, you know you in there. Long story short, so College Park PD, my armed security, they go in through the back and I'm like, oh my fucking God, oh my God, oh my God. They go in and they go up, they go up through the basement they go up to the main level and they said the the male and the female was just sitting there like y'all ain't even supposed to be in here that's what they told us okay and so I'm just like and the girl looked at me because they were like okay it's cool for you to come in Simone and so I come in I'm like what are we doing what are we doing like how soon can we get you up out of here you know like we've been knocking on the door and she looked at me and she said you don't even own it you're just the manager and I'm like and what about it? <laughs> but she was just like, girl, please calm down. And I'm like, girl, and you're not even supposed to be in here. Long story short, they're still in the house and they're going to go through the eviction process. But I say that to say this movie is that real because they are incorporating real shit that is said to us or that we go through in the day-to-day -day basis in this movie. And I fucking love it. All right. Now, Mr. Walters was a landlord. And I think this movie taught me a lesson as well, which I typically go off of this, especially in Atlanta, but certain circumstances where it's just like we playing games, sometimes it's just like, all right, well, this is what it's given. But one of the things they said was respect your environment and your environment will respect you. Now, one of the apartments that I used to manage, it was in Chattanooga. It was like a, mm, I don't even feel like it was a hundred unit property, um, but I remember the first day I got there, I walked in and I, and I'm like, and they're like, yeah, the last manager, they, they never came in. They worked from home. No one comes here because they just don't feel safe. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I'm about to go. And he's like, no, you cannot run this property efficiently. This is the maintenance supervisor from your house. You have to be here. So every day me and him were in there. That property was at like 56%. We busted our ass. We ended up getting at least, it was all, it was great. But one thing about it, we had to respect the environment so the environment respected us. So while we were doing renovations, while we were trying to, you know, let people know, hey, you know what? You can't just leave your trash in the hallway anymore. You couldn't just come with energy like this. You had to get to know them. You had to have some type of respect. And then things just started kind of amicably working that way. Now, if I left and we just had a conversation, I come back the next day, there's trash outside your door. Y'all don't barbecue out front, which is a fire hazard. 
now the respect is still there, but it's going to be a little bit sterner. So I think that's something that we all need to remember in property management is, especially if you're taking over a property, just respect the space and the space will respect you and everything will be copacetic. Now, another thing was there was this young man who was just coming through, you know, they show him driving through the area. He meets up with the water boys. Don't pay them no mind. Real rude, which is crazy. Okay. Um, then he comes into the apartment complex and, you know, whenever you're at an apartment complex in a low income neighborhood or really anywhere, maybe a car that no one recognizes, all eyes is on you. Cause who are you? Who are you? Okay. So he comes through and he's just got this persona of, and they're very inviting, which is exactly how it is. The residents will be very much inviting to you. Oh, baby, come in if you need some water. Oh, hey, how you doing, my man? You know, what room? Who you looking for? I might be able to tell you where they're at. Um, is very much what can happen. But if you meet their friendliness, which is rudeness, you're not going to get anywhere. You're just not. So you don't need to come in just with the aspect of this is what is in my mind. We're going to read, we're, we're going to rehab these apartments. We're going to raise the rents. We're going to kick everybody out. I don't care what they say. It's never going to be copacetic. It has to merge. It has to work. So you just have to go in understanding. It's not about what the environment can do for you, but what you can do for the environment and how everyone can work together. And I think we forget that a lot, especially when you've got owners or investors that have a very tight time frame, a very capped budget and high expectations and they don't want to hear shit else. Sometimes it's hard because you just want to be like, no, this is what it is. But a lot of times that causes more friction than anything. So just understand it's not about what the environment can do for you. You're there to help, period. Um, another thing that I think is so true, um, is understanding the current ecosystem because as T.I. said, this is a world within a world. You know what I mean? Like you sometimes can have families. I've had it where the mom stays on the hill, the grandmama stays down here, their cousin stays over there. Now the baby daddy that got kicked out, but he's now with such and such. Like it's a whole ecosystem of a lot of moving parts that's going to be going on at that apartment complex and they're already flourishing. You're coming in as the new fish that hasn't even gotten acclimated with the water and you're going to stick out like sore thumb or you could die, you know, if you don't get acclimated. So it's just very important to understand the environment. And that's another reason why a lot of ownership groups like to hire someone local, because if they hire a local property manager or property management company, they're going to know the area. Nine times out of 10, they might know someone that's there. They're already going to kind of know what rates work for that area. You know, what are the trends? What kind of flooring should we use in here? They're already going to be familiar with that current city, that ecosystem, which is huge for a property success. So another great point, which was understand the ecosystem because it's a world within itself. Now, something else, which I'm very much one of those people where sometimes you, you can't be nice all the time. Sometimes you're going to have to be a little stern, especially because the residents are going to try you. And if you're new to that ecosystem or to that property, they're going to they're gonna fill you out. And so one of the things that T.I. had said was there's no consequence without any correction. And so I think a lot of times we'll get so busy in property management to where... um 
immediately uh, my friends with trash scan app came to mind because trash is a huge thing with property management. Sometimes you'll have residents that won't properly utilize the dumpster. Sometimes you'll have residents that will have their dog poop and they'll let it stay there. Or sometimes you'll tell residents, hey, I done told y'all 85 million times you cannot smoke. A lot of times residents will pay you no mind until you put it in writing or until you find that ass, okay? So I'm a big fan of no consequence without no correction. So if a resident is not doing something as they should, fine them. If they keep putting that trash outside after you told them not to, $25, take a picture, put it on a nice little document, send it to them. That'll stop that. If they're noticing that there's a lot of poop popping up around the apartment complex, which happens a lot, I'm one that has done a very thing where, hey, wait a minute, we're going to do this. It's going to be anonymous. In the monthly newsletter, if you see one of your neighbors not picking up after the poop and you send me a picture and I can see the resident and the dog, I put a $25 credit on your account. You got to sometimes take those steps to correct the problem because again, there's no consequence with no correction. All right. And last but not least, which I think is one of the biggest and best things that I learned from this movie, is that you do not need to judge people because you never know who someone is, who someone could be, or what they're going through. You know, they showed the candy lady, who I love having residents that are candy ladies, okay? I, for this property, my office was in one of the buildings, and right next door to it was the candy lady. She had barbecue chips, honey. She had the ices, the frozens, candy, whatever you needed. She didn't have the backwoods and the weed. You know what I'm talking about? Toothbrushes, I didn't see all that, which is very smart. And um, they talked about how in the movie, Candy and her husband, you know, we're judging them because they're just selling some stuff, trying to make a little bit of profit. But at the same time, while we're sitting here judging them and they've been doing it for a while, you never know, they could be one step away from creating their own corner market, from having their own business. Or, you know, nowadays, putting it on DoorDash and having it delivered like there's so many opportunities and we can't look at people and judge them. You know, there's a mechanic that lives there and they said he's everything but a damn mechanic, okay? And one day he might be able to be a mechanic for a pilot or who knows? It's just the point of, and this happens a lot in property management, you know, we'll look at people and we'll judge people. And nine times out of 10, we're just gonna be wrong. And that's why I love that we do have fair housing in property management because it kind of stops a lot of the judgmental phase. You know, you can't judge someone when they walk in and think, oh, they can't apply here. I don't want to talk to them. You can't do that. If you try to shut someone down from applying just based off of how they look or how you feel, you can get sued for fair housing. Another thing is you can't keep on record, you know, people's birthdays, what's their race, what's their sex, how many kids do they have? All that is unimportant. It's basics. And it has to be the same way for everybody. That way everyone is treated the same. So that is another big thing that I have learned from departments is you just can't judge people. And overall, I just want to say that this movie is great because it really, really, really depicts apartments in any city in America. And um, I think it's great. And you know what's funny is that this landlord, Mr. Walters, his aunt actually left him this property. So he really was the owner. You know what I mean? Can't even judge him. So 
I just love it. It's great. I have always had a sweet spot for smaller properties like that because you get to know the people. They'll call you by phone. Honey, they will respect that property, respect the people that are in it. It'll work out well for yourself, the residents, the owners, and everybody will be happy. Even the damn police will be happy, you know? And that's another thing. With smaller properties like the one that I had, you, if, especially if it's in a high crime area, you must make your property inviting for the police. You know what I mean? Even if it's still a crime-ridden area and you're in there, get donuts every morning. Get donuts, have some coffee. I even made signs that said, hey, police, you know, come through, get a little coffee, have a nice little break. You want them there. You want them there. You want them to know that there's a presence, not because you're trying to ride on your residence, not because of none of that, but you just want them to know, hey, listen, the police is here at any time. All right. So I just think this is such a great movie. Um, and I can't wait to see if they make another movie. Um, because this is just great. It also talked about how TI, Killer Mike, Two Chains, you know, a lot of Atlanta natives have properties. And, um, since y'all do have properties, if y'all looking for a property manager, you know, your girl's here, okay? But I think this is great. And uh watch it. I highly recommend it. If you need to know the website to get the movie, like last night, all I did is I went to Instagram. I went to TI's page. Hold on. Let's see. Well, I'm going to go. You can go to their Instagram page. It's departments404. And you can just click the link in the bio. You just put in a little bit of information. I purchased it so I can watch it as many times as I want to. It's great. And uh, I highly recommend you check it out.